after being vacant for more than two and a half years, the National Institute of Standards and Technology has a director. President Obama nominated physicist Patrick Gallagher to be the 14th director in October, and the Senate confirmed him in early November. In the absence of a full-time director, Gallagher, who had been the Institute's deputy director, also had been serving as an interim director. Congratulations, Pat, and welcome. Thank you very much. What effect did not having a full-time director for two and a half years have on NIST? In some ways, it didn't do a lot in the sense that, you know, an agency can continue to run itself without a political director. And it's not entirely true that we didn't have a director. We just didn't have a Senate-confirmed director in place. So the deputy directors were certainly acting in that capacity at that time. But it's also true that it's not the same. And I think one of the impacts is that everyone knows it's a transitory situation. And so the ability to sort of take a longer view and to tackle some of the more longer-term issues is sort of impeded when you know that this is a temporary situation. Now that you are the permanent director, what challenges does this face, and what are your major goals for the Institute? Well, I think our challenges are really challenges of opportunity. NIST finds itself at an extremely compelling time when its 109-year-old mission of measurements and standards and technology is as important as it's ever been. Most of our challenges, I think, have to do with living up to this expectation and doing what the country needs us to do. I find it interesting that an agency that was sort of born at the height of the Industrial Revolution finds itself increasingly important and increasingly relevant. And I think one of the reasons for that is NIST operates at all of the interfaces of an economy. You know, we establish the measurement basis for the transaction of goods and materials. We worry about the interoperability of systems. We worry about the integrity and security of data and information. We've always done those things, but our economy is more and more dependent on those things. And I think that's what gives us this incredible mandate. So most of my high-level priorities are to make NIST as effective in the face of that need as possible. And I think that means being nimble and moving quickly to address critical problems, being relevant. And then very important for NIST, because we're a relatively small agency, working in concert with others so that these efforts are maximally leveraged, that we sort of act to catalyze broader efforts. When you speak of being nimble and moving quickly, can you give me examples of what you mean by that? Yeah, I think one example that's certainly at the forefront of my thinking has been the smart grid activity. The president has made it very clear that to address a whole set of urgent national needs, to promote energy efficiency, to promote widespread use of renewable energy technologies, to bend the load curve, to improve the reliability of our system, that a technology was going to be critical. Coupled with that thinking was not just to develop technological solutions to these problems, but to turn it into economic opportunity so that at the same time we solve this problem, we're opening up new markets and, and creating new economic activity and, and creating new jobs. And the only way to make that happen is to move very quickly. And this charge was basically to support the development of a framework of standards that would support interoperability of all these diverse technologies. But it had to be done very, very quickly both because of the Recovery Act and because of the need to accelerate this so that these, you know, we could open up a market. It wasn't that working in the standards realm was new to NIST, but the urgency and the scope of this did force us to act in new ways and to provide some new mechanisms for interacting with a broad industry sector that had not traditionally worked closely together. And uh, I think the results have been very encouraging. 
Obviously, one area that this is very important is in cybersecurity, which is of interest to our listeners. Congress is asking this to do more as it relates to cybersecurity. One bill heading to the House floor increases NIST's role in developing international cybersecurity technical standards. That measure also charges NIST with creating IT security awareness and education campaigns for the public, improving the interoperability of identity management systems, and developing an IT security checklist for agencies to use before acquiring IT wares. Other legislation would have NIST develop real-time metrics to assure the safety of government IT systems, something this is already working on. Do you welcome these extra responsibilities, and does NIST have enough experts on its hand to pursue these objectives, and are you getting enough money from Congress to do this? I feel compelled to welcome these responsibilities only because the need is so critical and so urgent. One of the reasons cybersecurity is at the top of everyone's priority list, it's certainly at the top of mine, is that information technology is so foundational to everything else. We were just talking about smart grid, and of course, cybersecurity is very much a key component there as well. For an economy that depends so utterly now on the safe and reliable transaction of information and movement of information, uh, cybersecurity is absolutely essential. You know, my view is there's a lot for everybody to do, including NIST. Many of the challenges you outlined are in response to our evolving understanding of how to manage security in this very dynamic set of technologies. The key to understanding NIST role is to really leverage the fact that it's a technical, non-regulatory agency. It really allows us to work very closely in principle with the private sector, but also with other federal agencies to develop the basis for security controls, identity management, encryption, all of the various elements of cybersecurity. It's an incredibly important role. One of the things I like about it for NIST, and the reason I think it fits so well, is that we tend to focus on the standards development piece for NIST because of how FISMA was written. But of course, NIST is a measurement laboratory. The real goal here is to have security standards that are reduced to practice that are put into meaningful use. Therein lies the real measurement piece. How do you measure in a meaningful way security performance? How do you measure in a meaningful way risk because the NIST standards are risk-based standards? That's really where our technical activities are focused. Congress has strongly supported NIST. I expect that to continue. As you pointed out, a lot of the legislative interest on the Hill is really focused on making sure that the right agencies are involved and that their roles are clear and that they have the resources to carry out these mandates. So you feel you will get the proper funding to accomplish these mandates? I certainly haven't spoke to anyone in Congress that is not very supportive. In fact, given the real resource constraints that they face, very, very supportive. So I'm optimistic. The the real key for me is making sure that we don't just do as much as we can afford to do. What we do is have to lay out what each agency has to do. And that gives us a better basis for making responsible requests so that we can carry out those roles. So this debate about what agency does what and what roles they should carry out is very much interdependent with the discussions about how much funding is needed to carry out those roles and responsibilities. In August, NIST Information Technology Laboratory Director Sita Ferlani proposed a reorganization of the IT lab. Under that plan, the head of the lab's computer security division would become part of the lab's uh, director's office. The organization plan would have encouraged more multidisciplinary collaboration with other NIST units in developing cybersecurity programs and guidance. 
But she told a congressional hearing in October that the reorganization plan has received mixed reviews from this stakeholders and was placed on hold. At that same hearing, critics of the organization plan contended that dividing different groups supporting the computer security division's mission throughout the lab would be detrimental to its work and ultimately would weaken its impact on cybersecurity. Where do you stand on reorganizing this IT lab to better develop cybersecurity guidance? My view on reorganization is that every manager should be striving to make sure their organization is effective as possible. And so what CETA was doing was looking at one of the major tools that a manager has, which is, is your organizational structure optimized for being as effective as possible? It was a very thoughtful proposal. I think the reality is that many of the cybersecurity-related activities are already spread across various divisions within ITL, and this was a chance to try to create some synergies to make the organization more effective. But it's also true that organizations impact stakeholders. It was mixed. We certainly had feedback in support of the change, but we also received some feedback that implied that there were some real concerns. We decided to table the proposal until we could get a chance to look at that feedback and consider it some more. The goal remains to make ITL as as effective as possible. In fact, that goal really applies to all of NIST. And as I said, organizational structure, you don't ever do it lightly because it can be disruptive, but you certainly want to have an organization that's structured to be as effective as possible. Among the proposals that some of the stakeholders have suggested is creating from the computer security division this 11th laboratory. What's your thoughts about that? Well, I think I would be reluctant to do that. One of the concerns I have right now is we have a lot of laboratories already. Anything you do rarely fits neatly within an organizational boundary. And a lot of what NIST does goes across multiple laboratories as it is. When you're managing that way, you spend a lot of time sort of managing at these interfaces. So creating more interfaces may not be an optimal solution. I also don't think it would address in some ways the fact that there's some deep synergies between what our computer security division does and a lot of other areas that are really dependent on the same thing. We talked about smart grid. I think that's a clear case where in that particular arena there are some very important considerations about cybersecurity where I'd like to see that fully integrated into that standards effort as well. Should we expect some type of new reorganization plan coming down soon? I don't have a specific time frame in mind for when that's done. I think it's more important to make sure there's a discussion. I've certainly asked our management team to take all of them, not just uh, CETA, to all of them to take a look at their organizational structures and to give me their input as to whether these are optimal. This is one of the key tools in a manager's toolbox. I certainly want them to not ignore it, but there's no specific time frame at this point for when we would do certain things. Is there a possibility of merging some of the existing labs? together? I think all the options should be on the table. As I said, the real objective is what's the organizational structure that makes NIST most effective in the face of some very real challenges and needs. The country really needs NIST to be responsive and to be capable and work effectively with the stakeholder communities. And as I said, there's a lot of ways of doing that. And one of those tools is management structure, but there's many others, of course. Is it part of your responsibility to take a serious look at the entire structure and see how that can be reshaped? Yes, it is. You don't have a timetable to when you might, may or may not be doing that? Well, as I said, I've asked our management team to start looking at it immediately. 
but I have not set a time frame for when something would be done because we haven't made a decision that something should be done. I think until you've assessed and, and put some options on the table and decided whether your solution is better than the, uh, you know, the cure isn't worse than the disease, that it doesn't make sense to be putting out implementation plans, which would include deadlines. So it's just premature at this point to be talking about any specific timing. You also don't want assessments like this to last indefinitely. Just the fact that people are looking at things like this can be disruptive within an organization. We'll take a look and we'll make some decisions, and based on those decisions, we would announce any changes at that time. The current structure with the 10 different laboratories and obviously the divisions underneath that, how long has that been around? NIST moved to a laboratory structure in the early 1990s. And by laboratory structure, I mean this sort of more discipline-based set of laboratories. It, the number of labs has actually grown somewhat over that time. And the most recent additions would have been the two facility-type laboratories, the NIST Center for Neutron Research and the Center for Nanoscale Science and Technology. I think those were added in 2007. Has the environment changed today from the early 90s that a major restructuring would be necessary? Maybe, maybe not. I think the issue isn't so much whether something specific externally has changed. The question is, is when you look at the set of programs and priorities that you manage across an institution, as I said, one of the realities is that there is no perfect organizational structure. As a manager, what you're simply deciding is what types of things do you want to manage within a given line and which things are you going to manage across the line. The fact that we haven't looked at this for 20 years tells me that it's time to take an assessment as to whether this is the right structure. We may decide this is exactly right. This is one of those impacts of not having a director for any period of time. These are the kinds of discussions that can't occur when there's a lot of change. Well, we're coming to the end of our conversation. Is there anything else you'd like to add? I do want to emphasize that cybersecurity is perhaps one of the most important things that NIST is called out to do. You know, we can talk about funding and we can talk about organizational structures and we can talk about almost anything else, but in the end, I want to reassure everybody that I'm as committed as anyone to making sure that, that NIST makes meaningful contributions and really plays an important role, the kind of important role I think it really can play in something as critically important as cybersecurity. Thanks, Patrick. I appreciate it. I've been speaking with Dr. Patrick Gallagher, the new director of the National Institute of Standards and Technology. For the Information Security Media Group and GovInfoSecurity.com, I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening.